Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. So this week I want us to focus a bit more on the cross. The cross. I know we just, we started a series on Joseph last week, but this week I want us to focus on the cross. Easter is um on on um, Sunday and you have Good Friday on Friday. I think it will be quite interesting to go through the accounts of Jesus in the Bible over this this couple of days and the accounts that refer to his um, crucifixion. So before the cross at the cross and after the cross. So I'm going to start with this week on the betrayals that Jesus faced just before he went on the cross. The betrayals from Peter and from the betrayer as we called him, Judas. I'm going to be reading, so I have gone through the various um, accounts of the Bible. So Matthew, Mark, Luke and John that have different, you know, or were, were quite similar experiences of the account of Jesus in the Bible. And I can say that for this particular um, discussion today, the, the best account, which is mostly the case, is from Matthew. Matthew was quite detailed in his account of Jesus, you know, experience at the cross. And he got, gave a lot of details. So that I'm, going to, I'm going to focus on reading his own account. And then if I if I, I need to, to point out one or two from the other accounts, I'm happy to go, to go there and, and point and discuss. So I'm going to, before I actually go into reading, I want to read a particular verse that I feel is very important to know ahead of discussing, you know, Jesus' experience at the cross and actually why he did that. This just shows a very clear reason why he was going through that and not reacting not calling on angels from above, nothing, just being humble, going through the pain, the humiliation, the betrayals, the, accus- the false accusations, and not actually uttering one word till he died on the cross. And he willingly let himself, you know, give up the ghost. So I am going to read from Matthew 26 verses 53. And Jesus says, this is, this is Jesus' words. He says, do you think I cannot call on my father? And he will at once put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels. And verse 54, but how then would the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen in this way? So we know that everything that happened to Jesus, everything he took, dropping his power, you know, going to the cross, going to the humiliation, the pain, the shame, everything was to ensure that the scriptures are being fulfilled, that God's will be done. He had everything at his disposal. But he refused to take it to ensure that God's word is done on earth and he saves the world as he was called to. So I'm now going to read the betrayal of Judas in the scripture. I'm going to read from Matthew 26 verses 47 down to um, 51. And I'm also going to read the betrayal of Peter and that would be Matthew 26 as well from verse 69 to 75 and just going to the accounts and i think as i read i may be discussing but just to for us just you know see what god had gone through for us just so that we are saved to understand the immense love the immense humility that jesus portrayed here right just because he wants us to be saved so i read matthew 26 verse 47 down while he was still speaking judas one of the twelve arrived with him was a large crowd armed with swords and and clubs sent from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man 
arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus replied, Do what you came for, friend. Wow. Like, you know, I was just thinking as I read this scripture that Jesus knew that Judas was the betrayer. Still, he still made him one of his disciples close to him. He knew the end game and what was going to happen. Still, he knew that the scripture had to come to pass. And he was happy, you know, bringing Judas close to him so that the scripture can come to pass because he ended up betraying him that led him to the cross. I know a lot of times when people say that, oh, Christian journey, once you're a Christian, everything is rosy. Wow, like this is hard, man. It's like God saying, I want you to, to be friends with this person. And you know the person is going to betray you. You know the person is going to, to nail you to the cross. But you have to do it because you want God's will to come to pass. It's such a it's, it's such a, a huge sacrifice because us you know we, we all pray for spirit of discernment right but then a lot of times when people spirit of discernment we don't say okay now we've descend this person let let's let's run away let's know let's not because if you say that this person is is a, an evil person we say yes you know what I've descend this I will run away but what God is saying yes I know you've descend this person as a betrayer but I still want you to be in the person's life so their souls can be saved that's huge that's deep so let, let, let's continue so verses 15 jesus just replied do what you came for friend then the men stepped forward seized jesus and arrested him with that one of jesus companions reached for his sword drew it out and struck the servant of the high priest cutting off his ear now now see what jesus does put your souls back in his place jesus said to him for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Do you think I cannot call on my father and he will at once put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels? But how then will the scriptures be fulfilled? Few that, that's, that say it must happen this way, you know. Hmm. Let's move on. In that hour, Jesus said to the crowd, Am I leading a legion that you have come out with swords and, and clubs to capture me? Every day I sat in the temple court teaching and you did not arrest me. But this all taking place that the writings of the prophecies might be fulfilled. You see, he was so focused on the word of God being made manifest, being fulfilled. It was, that was his focus. That was his aim. It wasn't about what he was feeling. That was what he kept on focus on. I have to, I am here for this and I am here so that the word of God manifests and is fulfilled. Then all disciples departed him and fled. <laughs> That's the first. That, so there are two, two betrayals in one. Betrayal of Judas. And then even disciples around that were with him that said, I would die with you. Like, like Peter said, betrayed him. Now let's, let's now recount um, Peter's own betrayal that was actually quite painful. Now Peter was, and I'm reading from Matthew 26 verses um, 69. Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard and his servant girl came to him. You are you also were with Jesus of Galilee, she said. But he denied it before them all. I don't know who you are talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway where another servant girl saw him and said to the people there, This fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He, he denied it again. I said, with an oath, I don't know this man. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you are one of them. Your, your accent gives you away. 
Then he began to call down curses and he swore to them, I don't know this man. Immediately, as Jesus predicted, a roster crowd. Then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken and he wept bitterly. I'm just, I'm, I'm so touched about the betrayal of not just everybody, not even the, the, the high priest, but the betrayal of Jesus' disciples and how he went through that. That would have hurt because I know I, I have gone to betrayals before and it really hurts. This is everybody Jesus was around, either fled or, or, or like Judas betrayed him or Peter denied him. I can imagine what he went through when he thought he was on his own and ensuring that no matter what, he still wanted the will of God to come to pass. He had the power, as we've read here, he had the power to say, you know what? No, I will call angels right now and literally all of you will be scattered. But he said, no, I must go through this so the will of God comes to pass. And, you know, bringing that to this day and age, ask myself, Jola, do you ensure that, you know, you focus on the goal? Or are you some, a lot of times swayed by hardships, pain, struggles, you know, that you face? I don't think any of us here that's, that will listen to me today has faced anything close to what Jesus faced while he was trying to ensure the will of the Father is being done. God help us. God really help us. It's very sobering what Jesus did on the cross. He showed us what love is in a way that I can, I find it still very hard to comprehend how God you know, God as that he's God, he could have done anything, went through that for us so that we are saved. And so today, I want to just remind everybody that if you're anywhere doubting that Jesus loves you, please read this scripture before the cross. And I know there's, there's a lot of emphasis on what happened on the cross, but let's even read what happened before that, in that week before he headed to the cross. See what Jesus went through for your sake. That cross the pain, the struggle, the betrayal, the frustration, the, the first accusation, the hurts, the beating, the humiliation is a lot. Clearly, he must love you. Clearly, he must love me to be able to go through that for our sake. So thank you for listening today. We continue tomorrow on another part of the scripture. I will discuss um, when he, was, he went before the high priest of the church tomorrow. Have a wonderful day and I love you. Bye.